Hi, this is Nancy Sachs, and you are listening to Holistically Speaking. Today we are going to talk about the mental and emotional link to physical illness. And this is a really deep subject, but very, very important in the holistic model. And I want to go over this. I want to talk about it in depth because it's very hard for some people to wrap their head around why it has such a big impact, why mental and emotional and uh, traumatic events can sometimes cause and be the root cause of physical ailments. Now, I was introduced to this concept in the 70s. There's a really amazing woman named Louise Hay. She passed away um, a few years ago, but she was the queen of all this connection. She started with uh, as being a, a practitioner in the Church of Religious Science, and they do a lot of prayer for people uh, for, with, that have issues, whether they're physical issues or health issues or emotional issues. But she was, she was seeing a lot of people, and I think she was in New York City at the time. I don't know her exact story. Um, because I read it so long ago, but she was treating a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of men with AIDS, and she was finding that there were quite a few patterns that were emerging, that certain people that had certain physical ailments also had particular emotional or uh, even childhood issues. And she started to link these things and wrote a book. I believe the book was called Heal Your Body A to Z, again by Louise Hay. Yes, that's what it was called. And this was really groundbreaking because she, in this book, she talked about the, this link to mental and, and emotional and physical ailments. Now, I have since learned that not only do, is there a link between mental, emotional, and physical, but we also store a lot of our traumas and our history and our emotions in our cells. How many of you have gone to get a simple massage and started crying or, or um, went to a dance class or a yoga class or something and started feeling some old emotions? It's remarkable how this emotional stuff can be stored in our body for our lifetime. And if we don't address it, it might stay there. It might be very, very quietly staying there, or it might turn into a physical ailment, or even potentially a disease pattern. Uh, some years ago, there was some studies done on breast cancer, and they in, in these studies, they were showing that there's a personal, th th there was a particular personality type that was more likely to get breast cancer. And these were women who never said no. They wanted to do too much, that they were always there for other people and that they put themselves last. And that was a paradigm that was kind of new in the Western medical world, that there could be a personality type that led to something as extreme as cancer. And some of these doctors were even training in ways to get these, these women to de-stress and put themselves first and learn to say no and set up healthy boundaries. And 
again, this was very groundbreaking, but it was profound in some people's lives and, and in some of these doctors' practices. And I have found over the years that I have often referred to that, bo- that book, Heal Your Body A to Z by Louise Hay. Somebody might come in with, uh, in fact, the other day, a client of mine came in and she was having hemorrhaging. She was having bleeding and it was for no apparent reason. It wasn't at the right time of, of month. It wasn't anything. But ironically, her father had just died about three weeks prior and she had to hold it together for the rest of her family. She had to hold it together and be strong for her mom and be strong for her sister and be strong for her kids. And and she wasn't really able to grieve. And I opened up the Louise Hay book and lo and behold, the bleeding was showing in Louise Hay's book as suppressed anger. I mentioned this to her and she started crying. And it was really true for her. It ended up being true for her. And often when I open the book and say what the link is from the, the mental cause to the physical ailment, most people really resonate with it. And they'll cry or they'll feel relieved or they'll feel heard or they'll feel understood or it helps them to release the shame of having that emotion. And there's really honestly no shame in having any emotion. I think it's it's just so important to be able to tap into it and feel it or release it if you can. Now, in the book, Heal Your Body A to Z, not only will she link a mental or emotional cause to a physical ailment, but she will also, Louise Hay will also list the affirmation that you might want to say that can help release that mental emotional stress from your body. Louise Hay happens to be the queen of, well, I I think she pioneered affirmations and she made it very mainstream in her world. And doing mirror work was one of her trademarks, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you or I am enough. Most people feel very awkward doing that. But sometimes doing an affirmation, which is a mantra, that a positive statement that you would say over and over. You you would say it to yourself, you could say it out loud, you could say it to the mirror, you could write it down, you could do it so many different ways. But often, these affirmations are very healing and can help you to release that emotion or to see the link between, say, the suppressed anger and the, and the bleeding or whatever the case may be. And of course, you can pick up a copy of that book uh, there's another book that I ha- had the good fortune to come across some years ago, which I think was an English author. It's called The Body is the Barometer of the Soul. And in, in italics, so be your own doctor. And again, this book will link a lot of physical causations to mental and emotional root, the root of it, which would be the root of it. And it helps you to see some ways to unravel these emotions and get them out of your body. Yes, you can go get a massage and help to, to release some of those stored emotions. Yes, you can do yoga, you can sweat, you can do a dance class, you can scream, you can sing, you can do all kinds of things. But when you're mindfully trying to release the emotion, that's when it's more effective. If you can tap into the original emotion that might be causing some of the imbalances in your body and the stressors in your body that lead to 
disease patterns even more profound. And a lot of times what I see when people come in is they're not in a full-blown disease yet. And there's nothing wrong with these emotions. But when I bring it to their attention, they're, they're so grateful and so happy because now they have something to grasp and to, and to really hone in on that they can work on releasing. And when you work on releasing these emotions and you become aware of them, it has such a profound uplifting effect on your health and well-being. It's very heavy to carry old trauma and stored emotions. Now, some people do come in and they're well aware of their traumas. They might even have post-traumatic stress disorder from really horrible things having happened to them when they're young. Um, you know, violence and, and abuse and those kinds of things. Some people know that they have post-traumatic stress or that they're holding on to stored emotions because they've had really um, extreme experiences, whether it's going to war or um, having their house burned down. These, these are are clear emotions and, and clear causations of stress patterns. But most of us walking around are unaware of what the particular stressors are because we've had stress all our life and we can't necessarily name it. And that's what the, that's what coming to me or another holistic practitioner or a body worker or even reading the book can help with. It can really help with fine tuning what could be going on. I've had people that have come in to see me and they've been, let's say, chronically constipated for their whole life. And you open the book, in fact, I'll open the book right now, and usually it's all about holding on or it's about control. And I think that's what Louise Hay says in her book, Healing Your Body A to Z. And maybe they won't get it at first, but once we talk about what could have caused that, maybe when they were young, maybe some stress they had, maybe that they needed to be strong for everybody else, they can see that the pattern got set years ago. And that can be the beginnings of a healing for them. And it, it's not the be all end all, but let's just say that you open the book, you figure out, you, you, you find the, the ailment that you have, and let's say cough. I'll go, I'll open it up to cough. And here's a desire to bark at the world. Listen to me, is what she says. The new thought pattern or the affirmation that you might say for cough is I am noticed and appreciated in the most positive ways. I am loved. Now that may, may be a little awkward for you to say, but let's just say you say that affirmation for mm, 10 days, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and your cough goes away. That could be pretty miraculous to some people without having to take medications, that it was just as simple as figuring out what the emotion was, how it affected your body so much so that your body created a physical ailment to get your attention and how by saying an affirmation, you can unravel all this. Now, this doesn't work 100% of the time, and there's not always an emotional or mental cause or, a ment or an emotional mental root to everybody's problem, it, really honestly. So if, if there's, for you, if it's a straight physical ailment, th that's okay too. 
I, I don't see it 100% of the time. I see it probably six, seven times out of 10 that there's something. And sometimes it's so profound. I'll rem- I remember when I was very first in practice. Oh, I, maybe I'd been in practice five years. This was maybe 20, 23 years ago. A woman came in to see me, and she had had back pain that was constant. It never went away no matter what she did. And she had it for... I think 15 years. And I simply said to her, casually, well, what was going on in your life 15 years ago? And she said, my husband died in a plane crash. And I was just stunned. I, I, you know, I was speechless. And I said, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I'm sorry that you had to suffer. And don't you, and I just innocently, innocently said to her, don't you think that your back pain is has to do with your grief? And she kind of looked at me strange for a minute. And she said, wow, I never thought of it like that. Because, of course, the back pain didn't come the day that she found out that her husband was killed. But it was an issue that plagued her. So we talked about it. I sent her away with some affirmations, some maybe a homeopathic remedy for grief rather than for back pain. And her issue was cleared and never came back. Her pain never came back from that day forward. This to me was so eye-opening and it, it, it helped to shape me and make me not afraid to say to people, well, maybe there's a, a correlation here between this trauma you had or stress you had or emotion you had or uh, thought pattern you had to what you're experiencing physically. So it really, like I said, it shaped me and I want to put it out there that there's potentially a relationship. Like I said, it's not for everybody, but most of the time we can link it back to something that was happening in your life. Now, chronic stress is its own, I would say, uh, subject matter. Its own st- chronic stress is its own mental emotional um, drain, I would say. But chronic stress can also be the cause of a lot of physical ailments, and that can be scientifically proven in so many different ways. But when chronic stress has gotten to the point where your body, let's say, is in fight or flight all the time, and it's pumping out stress hormones and stress chemicals, it's also very difficult to be mentally, emotionally balanced. It's very difficult at that point to be physically balanced. So that can also wear you out. But as examples that I pull, like in the Louise Hay book, Heal Your Body A to Z, a lot of times it's really fun to look up your ailment and see if there is potentially a mental or an emotional causation and to see if maybe some of these affirmations work or if even acknowledging the issue helps to lighten your load and clear it up. For so many people in my practice, I've seen it work miraculously and I just want to share this information so that you're not afraid of it and it doesn't seem woo-woo and taboo to you because our body really does store so many of the things that happen to us, both good and bad. And if it's a negative or a traumatic experience, 
and it's stored in your body and you're not releasing it or acknowledging it, it can sometimes have such a negative effect that it will create a physical ailment or it will break down your body in such a way that you get weaker and weaker and it leads you to that physical ailment down the road or the physical issue or the disease pattern down the road. And we don't want you to have disease patterns, so it's a potential to consider this. I hope you will consider it. I hope you'll check out that book. I hope you'll check out some of Louise Hayes' information and some of her body of work. I think she was just a brilliant light in the world, and she brought a lot of good information to myself and so many others. Anyway, I hope that has helped you understand my perception of the physical link to mental, uh, the mental and emotional link to physical ailments and vice versa. And again, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me. Or if you have topics that you would like me to discuss, I am super open for that. You can email, email me at holisticallynancy at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to speaking with you again soon.